are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Genesis 26, verse 17, And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. Genesis 26, 18. If you haven't found it yet, it's the first book in the Bible. I hear, I hear a lot of pages turning. Genesis, I'm trying to ruin the love fest we've had up till right now, and I'm doing a good job, so stay with me. Genesis 26, now verse 18. After Isaac dwelt in Gerar, Gerar is in the land of the, where the Philistines were at the time. Verse 18, and Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they, <clears throat> which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines stopped them after the death of Abraham, Please notice this statement. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Abraham had dug wells. And down from verse 19 to 22, there's three wells that Isaac had to redig because the heathen had come along and filled it up. Now, when you, you dig a well, you understand in those days, a well was more than just something for water. A well was life. It was life. They depended on it for life. The well was also in those days, it was a legacy. You left it to your children and your children's children. If you go ahead to John chapter four, you'll see Jesus talking to the woman by the, by the well. And she said, Jacob gave us this well. Well, that was Isaac's son. Thousands of years later, it was life. It was legacy. It was labor. They didn't have backhoes drilling equipment. It took weeks, if not months, to drill, dig wells. So his father had labored so faithfully to dig a well for his son and his son's sons and his son's son's sons. But you know, wells are also, in those days, they were landmarks. They would use them for direction and guidance. They would say, well, you go down by the well of Beersheba and then, so it became like, sort of like GPS for them. So wells were life, legacy, labor, and landmarks. It doesn't take much stretch here to understand that they were digging for water. Water's a type in the Bible of God's word. Abraham labored to prepare the word of God for his son and his son's sons and his son's sons. But some heathens came along and they filled those wells back up. I wonder if they used the same dirt he dug out of there. And he stopped the wells, the Bible says, the Philistines did. So then, let's look on our Bibles one more time. I'll sit you down and give you 16 minutes and we're out of here. Eight, verse 18, and Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his fathers. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Hey, he didn't come up with a new name. He didn't rewrite something else. Here. He said, you know, my dad named this well. And this is my legacy and I claim this well. Now those three wells mean something and hopefully I'll get to it here in just a moment. 
But you know something, ladies and gentlemen, it seems to me like we're, we're redefining things in our movement. And by the things I'm gonna mention right now are things that are coming from people who are supposed to be inside our own movement, inside the Independent Baptist movement. And they're, they're redefining things, they're renaming things. Soul winning now is outreach. What was wrong with soul winning? I thought that was in the Bible. Sunday school has become instructional hour. What was wrong with Sunday school? I think there's anything wrong with Sunday school. I got a few written down here. This is my outline, hold on. Now, instead of song leaders, we got worship leaders. Some little punks standing up there with tight britches on them so bad it looks like two burnt toothpicks sticking out of a baked potato. Thank you, Brother Tony. And he's up there and he's got a little flannel shirt on, his little, little belt and his little tight pants on. Got him a Jiffy Lube hairdo. He has to drive through Jiffy Lube and get a tune up on it every day. He stands up there and he's doing his little motions like this here. Instead of just lead singing, now we got worship leaders. Now we got worship teams. We got four people standing up there with microphones. What are they doing? Two men, two women, one black, one white, one Latino, one Asian. We got them up there and they're up there singing on their microphones with a choir behind them. Half the women got britches on and they're up here singing. And then we got the, okay, hold on one more. And then now preaching is exposition of the scripture. Salvation has become relationship now. No, I got saved. What's wrong with saved? Last time I checked it, saved was in the Bible. You call their church and they don't say, hello, this is Shasta Baptist Church. It's, this is Calvary Ministries. What's wrong with church? Now, I'm not talking about Neil's now. I'm talking about our people doing this stuff. At least they say there are people. Which some of you preachers will get a little discernment and realize some of these guys inside our movement, when they redefine who we are, they're changing who we are. And I wish some of these guys who have a following be doing this kind of stuff, I wish they would just stand up and say, I don't believe in the old time religion and just say I'm leaving it and just be man enough to acknowledge who you are and what you're doing. But if you can't figure it out, bro, when they rename everything, don't you understand? You change the name, you change what it means. If you change what it means, you're gonna change what you're doing. If you change what you're doing, you ain't one of us anymore. Sorry, I only got 20 minutes. Okay, hold on. Guy comes up to me and he goes, are you mentoring anyone? And I say, well, let me see. I got like four minutes left. You are sugar-free, organic. What do you mean mentoring? Well, I mean, Brother Johnson, are you investing in people? Like, oh, we call that working with people. <laughs> I didn't know there was like a special word for this. You look at me, people. Can I ask you a question? Where are they getting this stuff? They ain't getting it from our people. They ain't getting it from the people who dug the wells. We got our water from. And what's wrong with the water that we got from those people? It's not their water. They dug it for us. It's God's word. But what was wrong with that? How come we have to redefine things? How come we have to change things? How come we have to rename things? I don't understand this. Well, Brother Johnson, it's 2020. I can read a cotton-picking calendar. Some of you guys, you sit out there on the little birds while they're shoving the neo evangelical. That's where they got their stuff. They got it from Neos. They didn't get it from people. They didn't get it from Brother House. They didn't get it from Tom Malone. They didn't get it from Lee Robertson. They didn't get it from Lester Roloff. They didn't get it from Curtis Hudson. They didn't get it from those people. They got it offline somewhere with some little, turn this stupid thing off and keep squealing at me. They got it offline for some dude who ate us, not where we're going, not what we're doing, and they think they can break it down and make it fit for us. No. I say unto you, we need to dig the wells. 
of our fathers and name them after the names our fathers gave them. Father, help us this morning. Amen. Please be seated. If I had more time, I'd pray longer too, but hey. See, here's the thing, people. Those wells, and we'll look quickly at them, please. In verse 19, it says, And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. Hey, come on now, look at me. Those old heads have been in heaven now. They, they dug a well. I found water there. Huh? I found water in that well. I, they didn't write the word of God, but boy, they sure preached it. And they taught it to us. And they showed us what the Bible was. I found water there. That's right. I found water in those wells. I found, thir- I found something that slaked my thirst. I found something to help this old hippie boy from the 60s get his heart right with God. I found something that I walked to an independent fundamental soul when it separated King James Bible preaching, hellfire, damnation, premillennial, pre-tribulation, temperamental, Baptist church. And I started drawing from the well, friend. Oh, it was refreshing. It was good. It helped me understand what God had for my life and what he wanted. Now 40 some plus, almost 45 years later, now here I am, an independent fundamental Baptist preacher, born and raised in California. It's fundamental as anybody's fundamental. But I didn't come up with it on my own. I got it from those people who dug that well for me. I drew, and his servants dig the wells, the Bible says. Now notice carefully. And the herdman, verse 20 of Gerar, did strive with Isaac's herdman, saying, the water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek. You see that? Because they strove with them there. You decide you're going to take your stand and go with the wells your father dug you. Philistines are always going to give you a bad time about that. Well, you guys, you know, you're just a little bit edgy. We'll get criticized for making fun of this stuff here. Changing names on things. You guys make big deal out of stuff. You know what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen? Don't, don't you understand? We're not just trying to pick a fight. Well, yeah, we like to fight. Don't you understand? That's not like we have all the discernment on the planet. But I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Ben, this, ain't, this ain't my first rodeo. It's not his. It's not these preachers in here been here, this man, 44 years over here. That's a man of God right there, Brother Hedger. These preachers have been at this thing for a while. We know what this means. You change terms, you are changing what you believe. And it's not long till you walk off and go do something else. And I'm gonna say it one more time. And some of you preachers need to slap yourself real good and wake up and stop letting this stuff influence you in what you're thinking. Thank you, preacher. I've been coming to this meeting for 35 years. Never sat here and go, oh man, what's that music all about? Never sat here and looked at it and go, what, what, that's, that's different now. 35 years, you got different locations. You're not in the tent anymore. You're not we're on De La Cruz anymore. We're not packing that building any longer. Got this nice facility here. But you know what? The music's still the same. The preaching's still the same. The stuff's still the same. What, what, what was wrong with all of that? And if that helped an old hippie boy become a fundamentalist, I guarantee you, it'll help anybody else get their stuff right too. Called it Esek. You know what Esek means? It means striving. See, that's what some people don't want about our wells. Well, you guys are fighting about stuff. You're fussing about stuff. Like it's never happened before. Right? Like, like it never fussed with anybody. That's ne- oh, man, those old heads we talk about, those guys got along. They loved each other. <laughs> no. Last time I checked it, Paul and Barnabas parted over Mark. Uh, 
I think that was in there somewhere. See, the truth of the matter is, it's going to make us sound like the mafia, but the truth of the matter is, fighting purifies us. Because there's one thing's for sure in a fight. You know whose side you're on. <laughs> Draw that line, you know. Sometimes, some of these guys, you can't figure out where they are, where they're going, and what they're doing. Say, well, let's hang around and find out. You do that. I, I'm still drawn from the well. That well still could, eh? That was still a good well. They don't like it because we fuss with each other and we pick on things. And by the way, whenever these people, these little, little neo-independent Baptist boys come up and they say, you, your problem is you see you guys are too critical. Then look at them and say, don't criticize my criticism, Spanky. You guys are just too judgmental. Well, they don't judgmentalism, my judgmentalism, Spanky. How come he gets away with it? Why well, as I look bad, he looks like he's misunderstanding. He's being, just turn this stupid thing off, I'm gonna stomp on it. The truth of the matter is, is the whole idea is, ladies and gentlemen, it's amazing to me how we're the ones who are wrong and these guys who are right. Those are Philistines over there messing with the well. I'm not, I'm not saying everything we do should be a big fight, but I, last time I checked it, we're supposed to be wearing armor. Last time I checked it, we're supposed to be, we're good soldiers of Jesus Christ. I wasn't aware, ladies and gentlemen, that our generation of fundamentalism and our generation of Christianity was anything different than the generation of all before us who spilled out their life blood for us. He said, I'm, I'm digging that well, and we're going to call it, Daddy called it Esek, I'm calling it Esek. He had to strive to dig that well, then we'll strive to dig it again. We don't have to go out and pick a fight, though I think it's pleasurable. The truth is, the truth of the matter is, though, we, what we need to do is realize something. Anything you have costs something. There's a price that has to be paid. And remember something about the well Isaac is re-digging and renaming. His son Jacob's going to drink from that well. That Samaritan woman some thousands of years later is going to sit by that well. You and I don't stand for what we believe and hold the line and do what the Bible tells us to do and where we got it, how we got it, the way we got it, the way we were taught it, the way it is. If we don't do that, the next generation doesn't get there. And if you're looking for a little scripture, let me give you something. 2 Timothy 2, verse 2, the Bible says, the things that thou hast seen and heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to others who shall be able to teach generation. The same. You don't see, you don't find independent fundamental Baptist in the Bible, but you do in 2 Timothy 2, 2, in two words the same. There's five generations of faith in that one verse. Paul's saying, Paul to Timothy, two generations. Those guys who taught me, three generations. Timothy, you keep it the same, Timothy. You keep it the same. Don't rewrite it, Timothy. Keep it the same. Don't redefine it, Timothy. Keep it the same. Don't re-identify re it, Timothy. Keep it the same. Don't polish the sword, Timothy. Sharpen that sword. And preachers, they tell us we're edgy. Well, how can you be anything but edgy if you're not, if you're preaching an edgy book, my friend? It's too, it's a sharp two-edged sword. And it divides asunder. Yeah, it does. Timothy, Timothy, that which you have heard from me that I've kept the same Timothy. You keep it the same, Timothy. Why? So you can teach others. Who will be able to teach others? All it takes one punk in the middle of that generation of five people to mess around with what's been taught. And we're changing the flow, friend. We're messing with the well. The well's good. The water's clean. The book's right. He's sick striving. Well, I just don't think we need to fuss with these people all the time. It's just, why are we always having problems? Because it's real. It's biblical. 
And why not? Some of you guys need to smile a little bit. Look like you got your, it's like you got your knickers in a knot. Well, I think I know who he's talking about. Then figure it out. Go ahead, brother. You got your shot tonight, brother Tony. You got your shot. Thank you, sir. Verse number 21. And they digged another well, verse number 21, and strove for that also. And he called the name of that well, verse 21, Sitna. The word Sitna means opposition. While Abraham's digging his well, he's telling his servants, keep those guys off of me. I got to do what I got to do. Keep, keep those people away from me. I got to do what I got to do. And there's water down here, fellas. We got to find water for my boys. We got to find water for my people. We got to find water for my, well, there's water down here. I know there is, but I got problems. So get, keep them off of me. I'm just going to keep digging. He didn't stop and say, well, can we all just get along together and pack them in there? No, 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 no. He said, you keep them off of me. And when he got the well dug, he said, you know what? I dug this well in opposition. Boy, they were after me, but I dug the well anyhow. I don't mind having to fuss about what I believe, but I refuse to stop what the Bible tells me to do to go fuss around with some knucklehead and get on his little web page and get on his IM and get on his Facebook page and get on this stuff and go, oh, well, I think we should talk to these people about it. And I'll tell you what you ought to do. You ought to go home, get your church, win people to Christ, preach the word of God, do what's right. The salvation of the independent Baptist movement is this, being independent Baptist. They do what they do, then let them do it. You go home, win people to Christ, preach the Bible, and do what God tells you to do. Don't let opposition keep you from digging those wells. You gotta dig the wells, there's water down there. You gotta dig the wells, you understand? Well, I know, but then there's people who don't agree with what I do. Do you need a hormone check, pal? I mean, honestly. Sometimes I think, sometimes I think if a lion got loose, the, the one that Brother Ray took pictures behind. Sometimes I think if a lion got loose in the independent Baptist movement, he'd starve to death if he got behind a pulpit. It's amazing to me. Well, I just don't want to cause problems, and I think brethren should always get along. What are you, Rodney King? I mean, come on, what's your problem? Can I ask you a question? What's the deal? So we have some opposition. Okay, that's fine. Last time I checked it, everybody that believed what the Bible said had opposition. I don't recall the Apostle Paul going to heaven from a chariot. They cut his cotton-picking head off because he wouldn't stop preaching about Jesus. You know your people, your Baptist people. 50 to 70 million of them spilled their bloods in Catholic and Protestant judgment halls. Watch your kids get viscerated, cut in half right in front of them. Wives drowned, had tongues hacked out, eyeballs scooped out of their head. You can't tell me these people, you can't tell me these people didn't have a little opposition. Man, what is the problem? Abraham dug a well in opposition. He said, I'm gonna name it opposition. Isaac, you drink water of that well right there? You know how you got that, son? Somebody opposed your dad while I was digging it. Somebody opposed your dad drinking out of that well, son. But you know what? There's water down there. And it's refreshing, son, and it's cool and refreshing. Verse number 22, and he removed from thence and digged another well. That they strove, that they strove not, that they strove not. And he called the name of, the, of it Rehoboth. And he said, for now the Lord hath made room for us. And we shall be fruitful. And the land Rehoboth means, listen, a place made for you by somebody else. They, those Philistines, they filled that last well. They filled it up. And Isaac said, you know what? Dad called this Rehoboth. He made a place for me. 
<clears throat> he made a place for me. We're going to dig this well, fellas. Get in there. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to dig this well. And you know what we're going to call it? It's the new place. <laughs> it's a place of great understanding. It's a place where we don't have to talk about separation. We can just call it grace. I'm so thankful for that book on grace. I think Brother, brother uh, Angel preached on grace here one year. I'm for grace. You're for grace. I don't care whether you're for it or not. You got it. Amen. <laughs> but last time I checked, the grace of God is supposed to bring holiness and separation and godly living. But oh, no, no, no. That's not what they're doing. No, they're making fun of us saying we don't have grace for lost sinners. We don't have grace for this. We don't have grace for that. We need to be, have more grace for people. We have grace, my friend. Are you out of your ever-loving mind? Then they insult us by telling us if we're not involved in all the processes of going out, raking leaves with the liberals. We need to get out into the community and help them understand we love our community, so we're gonna go raking leaves on Saturday. Hogwash! By the foolishness of raking, he would save some? That ain't in the Bible, pal. Let the liberals do it. They got anything else to do. We got bus routes to run. We got jails to preach in. We got nursing homes to go to. We got houses, doors, knock. We got work to do. Don't you dare insult us saying we're not out in the community. Spanky, we've been out there in the community for, said last time I checked that, quite a while. Yeah, right, right, in the trenches. We love sinners. Yeah, we do. And you know why? Look at me. Rehoboth, somebody made a place for me. <laughs> now I'm going to make a place for somebody else. So when Isaac digs that well, he says, this daddy made this place for me. Now I'm going to make this place for Jacob. And Jacob's going to make this place for his boys. And then, you know, because we're going to make a place for them. These people made a place for us. And I, I refuse to back up, back down, or turn around to anybody who says, well, old time fundamentalism just doesn't work in this generation. It doesn't in your crowd. It doesn't where you hang around. It doesn't hit, work on the internet. It doesn't work with these people who aim at nothing, hit it every Sunday. It doesn't work with them. But last time I checked it, just still getting people getting saved, still getting lives changed. God's still working. Hey, somebody made a place for you. How dare you rename that well? How dare you rename that well? No, friend, that's wrong. No, no, we made, they made a place for us in a church. In a church where they preached the Bible and people got saved. They made a place for us where you sing the hymns and your, your, your heart was stirred by them. Are they still, by the way? Or do we got to get spanky up there with his little jiffy lube hairdo and doing one of these numbers with a little flannel shirt and his little hair sticking out of it? We got to get one of those. What's wrong with wearing a suit and a tie? What's wrong with this kind of stuff? I'm, I'm sorry. What, what happened? So you say, well, Brother Johnson, this is California. I know where I am. I get one more person to tell me, well, I'm just not in a very good place in my life. Then get GPS. These people made a play. Isaac dug the well of his fathers, but he named it after the names his father gave them. How dare you come to that well, draw what you needed, draw what you needed. Hey, draw what you needed for your part soul and then turn around and go, well, that's just not acceptable in society today. Society is ruined. It's messed up. Our job is to help those dear people. We're supposed to go from, the, last time I said come out from among them, be a separate, saith the Lord. Our job is supposed to reach in and pull them out and not get in and drown around with them for a while. 
that last time I checked it, that's the way it's supposed to work. And you know something, friend? We don't need to be renaming things. We just, they're, they're good the way they are. Well, people won't understand it. Then tell them what it is, teach them what it is. Isaac dug the wells of his father. He dug the wells of his father and he named them after his father's names. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.